0: everybody. How are y'all? Hi. It's me, Taryn. And me, Amanda. And here we are, episode six. Of Honky Talkin'. Earlier, uh, Taryn looked up how many listeners we had, and we've had over 300, and that's so awesome. So, shout out to my mom and her Her (laughs) 299 closest friends. And a couple of those were my family. Because they know I'm going to bring it up next time I see them. (laughs) Did you listen? Here's your quiz. Anywho. We're back. Exciting. So So. we normally have an outline of kind of what we want to talk about today. We don't. We're busy girls. We've had a lot of projects. We are winging it. So secret little tidbit here. Amanda and I are both um, furthering our education and taking Mm -hmm. online classes. So it's... It was just midterm week, and then I took some eight-week courses, so it was finals week, and we've just been busy. Yeah, life. Life is catching up. End of the year, it always happens that way, though. I always feel like I have plenty of time, and boom, it's Thanksgiving. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, crap. I, every year I say I'm going to like pull out all the stops for Halloween, and then every year I, it, I it just lose time. Speaking of Thanksgiving, I am just so excited for mashed potatoes. <laughs> The other day I made stuffing just because I was like craving it, and it was so good. And I was like, God, I'm ready for Thanksgiving food and pie and cranberry sauce. Do you like it in the can? The mm, can one? Not really, but I do love green bean casserole. Oh, I love green bean casserole. There, there's casserole. just a lot of great things about Thanksgiving. <sighs> um, That's one thing of the end of the year that I'm like, food, food, food. I'm not like a big turkey eater, but oh, eat definitely f- you I don't. don't eat ham. Mm-mm. I love turkey and ham. I so. will just fill up on all the sides. If you need me to come over and Rolls. polish all that off, you just, have <laughs> just to give it a right Just naming <laughs> off sides. We act like we don't eat, um, but we do. Anyway, um, so yeah, totally. so end of the year's coming up. I'm excited for the food. What else is coming up this week? This week in concert, we have Neil McCoy and G-Love and Special Sauce. And if you have never listened to G-Love, he is... Um, niche, I guess you could say. He's eclectic. It's eclectic um, artist, and he, but he's funky and fun, and I hope people give him a chance. I think it'll be a really good time because it's gonna be fun music. It's mm-hmm. it's it's gonna be something different. You yep. can dance, you can jam, like yeah. It's good music to like even put on just in the background, like if you were doing things. So it's like good music just to have in the background that still feel good. g good music and special sauce. Yeah, it's special. It's not something to eat. Yeah, don't put it on your tacos. Don't put it on your mashed potatoes. <laughs> don't do that. But put it in your ear holes, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> what she said. Put it in your calendars and be here <laughs> and be here Saturday night. And Neil yeah. McCoy, he's, um, the 8th of Friday. He's great. He's been a friend of Billy Bob's for... He puts on a great show. He's Friday. an entertainer, 100%. Definitely. If you um, ever see pictures of his shows, he's just jumping around. Yeah, he, he's sweaty when he gets off stage. But he also comes, I like, this is another thing I like about him, he also comes and supports um, other artists. Like you know, Sometimes you can see him in the crowd, like he'll just pop up. Really? Yeah, like several shows I'll be like, is that... Yeah that's Neil McCoy I right over here there. Here. But he was also here For that Blake Shelton Pop up that we had Last year it Was last year Or a year before that It's been two years actually oh, Has it I was pregnant I don't know And my kids no, it's been one, one now year. It's one year then But yeah He was here for that Because I was on the side Of the stage And I have some video Of him jamming out To some that's Blake Shelton songs so. He also does The Pledge of Allegiance Every day live On his Facebook page He it's, does um, oh, He's that on is day precious. Like Day like 1400 Good for him That's great That's awesome. That's a good use of your platform. So, anywho, be here this weekend. Yeah, this weekend. Lots of good stuff. Good stuff coming up. On top of that, um, with sweater weather, that's great. Sweater weather. Except it's been raining a lot. Yeah, I could do without the rain, but I love a chilly day and or chilly morning. I love a chilly chilly day. I love a chilly dog during the chilly days. That's true. Plus sweaters and leggings and boots. Boots, yeah, scarves my hair is finally keeping me warm, you know, instead of making me sweat. <laughs> gross. <laughs> but yeah, love it. Fall time. Someone said earlier, ah, oh, it's so chilly outside. I'm like, "Hello, it's fall." Yeah. That's what we want. I okay, so this might sound crazy, but I just I want to live somewhere that's just 72 to 80 degrees 24/7. Year round. California? Um no, there's too, too many people. Too, too much, much traffic. Too many rude people. Um, Oregon, maybe? No, it probably gets rainy And rainy. Yeah. I just, I hate the rain. Yeah. I don't know. Let me know when you find that place. I will. I'll take I'll be you a, with me. I'll be a roommate. <laughs> cool. Well, what's happened this week in history? We have a lot going on in history. Um, 11-6-1982, George Jones was here. Awesome. What a legend. No show Jones is what we usually call him. No show Jones. Um we'll talk about that okay. again here in a little bit. <laughs> um eleven six nineteen ninety two, Willie Nelson. He'll be back November fifteenth next week. Yep. Friday night. Eleven five ninety-three, Tanya Tucker. We'll also talk about her in a little bit. Tanya Tucker always just reminds me of my dad, because my dad's a big Tanya fan and he's always like, Why don't your show start early? <laughs> I'm like, Tina takes a nap before the show. You take yeah, a nap, too, and come too. on back. Drink a Red Bull. Drink a Red Bull and come on out. Get your butt here. 11-7, um, Travis Tritt. Fun fact from the box office. Travis Tritt always sells, uh, like, the showroom is almost completely full. Like, 95% full. Well, he's great. He's so great. And it always shocks us every time, and not, not in a mean way. But we're always like, holy crap, yeah, he's already sold the whole showroom. Which is great. What a great way to kick off the night. And he always puts on a really good show. And he's classic country. I just love some Travis Tritt, as you can tell. But what's your next one? 11 5, 2010, Merle Haggard. Merle is here. Haggard. 11 9, Thomas Ritt. I still love that um, song he did with Maren Morris, Craving You. I just love It's on my playlist. That song's like. I'm not even gonna sing it because y'all are gonna make fun of me. But it's like that black dress. Yes, that was a good one too. You know. mm-hmm. But I feel like mm-hmm. that's all I have to say, and you just know. Yeah, you know. Eleven <laughs> six, Grady Spencer. What a what a great musician! I love Grady Spencer. I don't think I've ever met him in person, but I've have seen his show a couple times. I follow him on Twitter. I'm a fan. Um, but yeah, great show, great tunes. Everything's cool. great about him. He he is like I've had his CD in my car since 2014. It like comes with the car. Like that's all I listen to. <laughs> love it, love. That. And then last on my list, eleven four seventeen. Luke Combs, Long Neck. Eyes. Cool. I love that song. Never know me wrong. It reminds me of that little meme with that um, kid on it with the and he looks like he's leaning back singing and the, and someone made a meme of it with the. The lyrics to that song, and it just goes perfect. I love it. He's great. I've been saying that a lot. I've been saying I love it a lot. But I do. I mean, that is just full of love. That's like a, I'm the new, that's the new Paris Hilton, that's hot. I, just, I love it. So much love. But Luke Hone's been kicking ass since then. Was this, That was a sellout show. Yeah. His first in time In 17, here. yeah. And like, a sellout. And now we can't contain him. So he's on to bigger and better. He's so good. He still stops by every once in a while, just randomly. Did you see, like, he has his handprints in, in uh, cement on our wall as well, and I always see people, like, put kisses on it and stuff. Like, I don't think ugh. I would put my lips on concrete. <laughs> well, and, like, concrete that other people's kiss, because I'm just like, you yeah, don't know where those ew. people's mouths have been. That's a no for me, dog, but that's I think how, that's cute how much they love them. That's how you get a cold sore. That's mm-hmm. how you get pneumonia. Mono. Get mono, the kissing disease from that. Gross. Yeah, that's nasty. Anyways, so that's a lot of fun stuff that's happened throughout the years and this week. Cool people. but bunch of outlaws. Speaking of outlaws. Speaking of outlaws. So, we had a conversation earlier this week with our head honcho. You met him. He's in one of the episodes, Marty Travis. And he was talking about what he considers manly outlaw drinks. Or either he heard this or it's on the internet. Maybe it might be his opinion. We or he made know. it up. I don't know. not Unverified. Uh, but he basically says that... Um, the three drinks that a man should drink are Cuervo, Jaeger, or Jack Daniels. Gross. I mean, I have had. I went through a Jaeger phase. Gross. I can drink Cuervo if it's a couple of shots and then that's it. Um, Jack, I can drink Jack, but Cuervo, ooh.
1: That's I, the bottom of my
0: list. So, I drink Trulies, so that should just tell you guys where I stand <laughs> on the liquor list. Do not take my opinion for anything because... Yeah. Your girl can barely drink a margarita. Oh no! I've not had any of those Trulies or White Claws. There ain't no laws like the claws. When you're drinking claws, Santa Claus. Um, yeah. What did Pam say? She's tried white. She She's just, tried, she white just Claw. tried a White Claw, and I've never tried it. So I guess I should jump on that train. At least try it, so I can talk shit or rave about it. Yeah, I like them, but I've never. They're, they're the refreshing. Are they? I don't even drink regular tonic water or sparkling water or bubbly water or whatever they're calling yeah, it these days. I don't either, but I don't drink those. It might be a medicine anyway. Um, and then the rich version, rich drinks of that that list, the um, Cuervo, Jaeger, and Jack, is Goose, Crown, and Patron. So like, if you're drinking those, like you're considered so. To be if wealthy, you drink the well first off. three, you're manly. Yeah. And if you drink these three, you're rich. You're rich. Goose, Crown, and Patron. I like Patron. I can drink Patron if it's like ice cold. Yeah. And the trick is with tequila, I'm going to clue you in here because I learned this from people in Cabo and they're the ones who know how to party, um, is when you're drinking tequila, you're supposed to exhale and then inhale your shot basically. Like That's drink your shot amazing. down as you're inhaling and you don't get that little burny sensation. I thought you were about to say lick the salt, take the shot, bite the lime. If you, and you need like, salt and lime, you can. Everybody knows no. the Cardinal This is like with a tequila. legit, legit tip. Tequila I'll I'll tweet it You can share it <laughs> Share with everybody But that's how you drink it Without getting that little Burning sensation That after sensation That usually people End up you know Puking Anyway But that's That's what I have to say About that I don't know I feel like I could drink I could drink all those things Really I mean I probably could too I don't drink Jaeger anymore For I could drink like One of each I mean I've had Plenty of times Where I've it's On separate occasions Been on the bathroom floor From Jaeger So I don't I don't mess with that No more I'll do that for the kids. Great. The egger bombs are okay great. Other I just sounded like a preschool teacher.
1: That's great, so great. Amanda.
0: Good job. Gold star. Oh, goodness. You goodness know. gracious. Take us back on a trip back to 1981, the year of the year Billy Bob started their legendary tale. The year. The year 1981. 1981. The month April. The day the 1st and the man. Billy Bob Thornton? Billy Bob Barnett. Same kind of Billy Bob. Billy Bob. Billy Bob Thornton wasn't even an actor. Well, maybe he was an actor. Maybe an acting school. I don't <laughs> know his timeline. Continue. <laughs> that, was that whenever he was with Angelina Jolie? In the 80s? Yeah. Feels like it. <laughs> uh, she uh, just a sparkle in her mom's eye, I think. I don't know. So we <laughs> kind of just wanted to do like a deeper dive into the history of Billy Bob's and break it up year by year. Um but it's also the history of these people who have been here. I mean, I feel oh, like this definitely. is like earmark part of their you know, story. Definitely. I feel like Billy Bob's is kind of a not like a milestone per se, but Maybe a stepping stone in careers. Mm-hmm. Cuz it is like even now, like if you talk to a younger artist, they play the main, they play the honky tonk stage and then they open for a bigger act on the main stage, and then they play themselves on the main stage and then they start racking up you know, tally marks of how many times it's like a ride of passage. Even I feel like that's been like that for today. Oh, one really, mm. I, if I, I could agree. play a guitar, I might want to aspire for that. Let me play Thursday night. Why don't you just sing, <laughs> sing. just sing for us. Yeah. We'll clear these rooms right out. So <laughs> back to 1981. Yeah. Back to 1981. <laughs> um, opening day, April 1st, we've already kind of touched on that with you guys, the whole April Fool's thing. Mm-hmm. Um, We opened with a performance by Larry Gatlin the Gatlin brothers on April 1. Waylon Jennings played April 2nd and 3rd. There's an outlaw right there. Janie Fricky was April 4th. And then the lines stretch around the block April 5th and 6th for Willie Nelson. What a great guy. I bet his hair was still like really red back then. So think about that opening week though. Massive, massive amount of people down here and what a kickoff week though yeah this was like back like the stockyards were nothing like they are today yeah totally different that's just crazy um also in 1981 um tanya tucker performed at the club for the first time in september she's been a fixture on the stage since 1981 that's almost 40 years that's crazy Forty years, and she comes back. I mean, she was here last year, I think, but she hasn't been back this year. Uh, yeah, there's still time. But um, hopefully I mean, we get I've back seen soon. her three times since I've been here. Yeah, she's great. She's an entertainer too. She really likes to dance around. Um, some country legends from 1981: Johnny Cash performed in July, Merle Haggard in August, September, and November. Another outlaw, David Allan Coe, played his first show in November. And he still to this day holds the record for the number of performances here at Billy Bob's. What's the number? It's like seventy something. That is so wild. Seventy to something. Me. That's so nuts, but cool. I mean, so cool. That's. I mean, because a lot of our artists now they get up to like maybe the twenties, and then they're like, "Maybe see you later." We're going they're, to. Bye, American Airlines Center. Here we go. A bigger show or a bigger arena, bigger, or, or they don't play music video. anymore one or the other. Yeah. So also in 1981, a rising star from Oklahoma named Dreama McIntyre. Shout out. Oklahoma. She opened for Merle Haggard during his August show. <laughs> she was discovered a few years earlier by a Fort Worth favorite, Red Steagall. We just had Red Stegall weekend. We did. Um, but when she sang the national anthem in Oklahoma City, That's and so cool. he's quoted saying that it sent cold chills down his spine. And he thought that she had one of the greatest voices he'd ever heard. What a compliment. I bet she sang Fancy. I hope she sang Fancy. Here's your one chance, Fancy, don't let me down. Love that song. Okay, pause for a second. Have you seen that shirt that's like, On the here's internet. your one chance, dash Fancy? Yep. And It's like, Fancy did not say she that. She did not say that. That was her mom. Fancy. And mom. anybody who wears that shirt, I will point it out to you. That's like people who wear t-shirts that... Of bands they don't even know songs from. Yeah. Like, I mean, if you're a baby and you're wearing ACDC, you're allowed. But. Yeah, I was going to say Knox. Knox, has, he like, has lots of cool stuff. Wait for bones. But I feel like he will, his parents will also make sure he knows who those people are. Definitely. So, but like adults, when I see them wearing stuff, you're like, oh, I love that band. What's your favorite song? And they're like, oh, this is a danger. I, I got it at Target. <laughs> I got it at Goodwill. I'm, tre- I'm, I'm. you know, trendy and got it from uptown Cheapskate or whatever that place is called. Are you over there? No. It's on Hewlin. Oh, I think that's okay. So Peyton, y'all remember Peyton? Peyton. (laughs) She said that she went there over the weekend, and she was like, "I had to start putting stuff back because I wanted." They have so much stuff. It looks like such a small uh, building, but it's so big on the inside. Anyway, what else happened in 1981? There you go, fancy. Um, Roy Orbison, cool guy. The killer Jerry Lee Lewis. Mm. He performed in December. I, okay. Do you know much about Jerry Lee Lewis? I know very little about the the nickname "The Killer" specifically. So, I think he killed his wife, but I don't know because I'm not a detective. Bum, bum, bum. But I listened to a podcast. <laughs> so uh, you're paranoid now. <laughs> yeah. I so I listened to way too many true true crime podcasts. Um, but I listened to one about Jerry Lee Lewis, and I was like, "Oh my gosh!" I gotta listen to that. So, Pull me in. Um. Yeah. What's this say about the ZZ killer. Top? Uh, oh, my faves. ZZ Top, who originally played here in 1981, they played renditions of Folsom Prison Blues and Okie from Muskogee. Oh, wow. Because it was a honky-tonk crowd, yeah. so they wanted, to, they wanted to kind of appeal to them. Those guys are so cool. They are. Billy Gibbons, when he came here last year, he was just so, like, chill. You know, like, he just had that deep voice. Like, what a cool guy. He's Texas legends. The homie. Should have been him for Halloween. Anyway, (laughs) next year to get you a beard. Next year, yeah, and a crazy suit. It's fine. Um, Billy Bob's first ever New Year's Eve was Bob Hope, Johnny Cash, and Chuck Berry. That is a lineup for the books. Holy cow! Yeah, I would have been throwing beads around or whatever they did back then. And we still, (laughs) to this day, like it's become a tradition to have a New Year's Eve show. Mm -hmm. This year, Cole Swindell. Get your tickets. Billy Get your West tickets. Texas. It's com. gonna be the place to be. We'll have balloons and confetti and fun. It's just and music. It's just crazy. <laughs> and like, music. Just in that first year, like, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna go down the list of artists that played. Yeah. Just do it. so in April, Willie Nelson, Hank Williams Jr., Alabama, Johnny Paycheck, Dr. Hook and the Medicine Show, May, Bobby Bear, Billy Joe Shaver, Leon Russell. June, Ray Price, The Ventures, Delbert McClinton, July, Tony Joe White, Ricky Skaggs, Freddie Fender, Johnny Cash, Roy Orbison, Ray Wiley Hubbard, August, Reba McIntyre, Merle Haggard, Gary Stewart, Bill Monroe, September, Emmylou Harris, Ernest Tubb, Tanya Tucker, Waylon Jennings, October, Juice Newton, Eddie Raven, Hank Williams Jr., Conway Twitty, Asleep at the Wheel, November, David Allen Coe, Merle Haggard, Gary P. Nunn, Little Joe, December, Jerry Lee Lewis, ZZ Top, Ray Charles, John Anderson. And then they finished it out with, with the New Year's With, Yeah. Bob That's Hope, Johnny Cash, Chuck Berry. Wow. And you know what? All those shows were probably less than 10 bucks. No 80s. kidding. <laughs> you don't have to pay these astronomical prices. No credit card fees back then because you just paid cash or yeah. check and nobody questioned whether or not check. your check was going to bounce. bounce. Oh, okay, What a nightmare. <laughs> That would be for me nowadays, but wow. Cash. It's just crazy. That's nuts. Like that that is just We were and we work here. That's so cool too that I think about that every now and then. I'll come in and I'm like, so much has happened here and I work here. All my musical heroes have Graystar stage. And and again, back to what I said about all those artists who feel like their, you know, story starts on the honky tonk stage, then the main stage or whatever. That's one of their things that they say. Wasn't Travis Strudel's band on the Honky Tonk yes. stage? Yes. And Briega McIntyre played on our Honky Tonk stage. Like, what? Yeah. That's wild. And then people say that our our idols, our the people we look up to, are our mentors, or whatever, they played here. We wanted to play here, too. I feel like any band you ask that steps foot on our stage, that's what they say. Which is true. and love it. Again. I love it all. Anyway. I love that information. Thank you, Terry. So yeah, I think um, next week we'll talk about 1982. Yeah, and it's just it's just so cool. We have so much cool stuff. Um, I think what our jam also still has copies of, or maybe even original ticket from that Reba McIntyre concert. Really, we'll have to look for that. But speaking of you know the things that we buy, the things that. You know, can you even imagine, first of all, $10 back then for a ticket to see ZZ Top? What can I get for $10 now? I can't even, like... You can't even get a meal, like, at McDonald's for that. Unless you're a dollar menu. Unless you a dollar menu. Okay. Whataburger. Their prices have gone up. But they're so good. It's worth it. But you can't get a whole meal. Like, it's probably, you probably have 50 cents left if you get just for you, not your family or no one else. As long as Whataburger doesn't start charging for spicy ketchup, I don't care how much it costs. (gasps) Did you see that they have spicy ketchup and fancy ketchup Yeti tumblers now? They're printed on there. It's so cool. Christmas gift. (laughs) And that's also what I've been doing. Side note, completely, completely squirrel moment. I've already started Christmas shopping. Oh my gosh, I don't even want to think about it. Yeah. So, we just time. had Knox's birthday party. I was there. And he got so many presents that I'm like, is it wrong if I just like tuck some of these away and yeah. I don't think so? Wrap them and put them under the Christmas tree. <laughs> he's not going to like 30 years from now he's like, I resent my mom for doing that. Like, no. He's not like, even going to know. He's all right. Love all right, everybody's names on it. Like, oh, this is from your cousin. He got Yeah, the people gave to for him. your birthday. But Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh my gosh, he He made out of like like a bandit. We are so lucky and fortunate, but holy cow, I don't have room for this stuff in my house. And then every year, he'll just get double and double and double because his gifts will be bigger and bigger and bigger. I can't wait. Yeah. Yay. But I I taught my nephew at a young age, when you get presents at Christmas time, it's time to give some of your old old gifts to kids who don't have anything. And that's how you keep them from having a ton of stuff that's just sitting there. like, his room is overflowing. Like, I need to go in and just make, you know, like, a, a donation box. Yeah. Do it. He'll never even... He's young enough, one, to teach, and two, he won't even care about that stuff in three years, so, two yeah, years. So, yeah, Christmas shopping. What else do we buy? What else do we buy? Oh, mean man, greets. We Me buy mean greets. Actually, we really... I think that's one of the gifts that just is timeless, is, not being great specifically, but buying tickets to concerts for people. Oh, because so they're not $10 like, anymore. <laughs> the best Christmas present I ever got was festival tickets. Oh my gosh. Actually, there is one concert coming up that's $10. Cody West. Anyway. Um, sorry. To get off office brain. But yes, giving tickets is such a cool gift. One, because you're, you're not just giving tickets. You're giving that feature experience that someone's going to have. Yeah, I would much rather somebody buy me an experience than buy me. um, Yeah, like I have plenty of fuzzy socks. Yeah. Like, Mom, I don't need another scarf. No offense. (laughs) Sorry, yeah. Um, But, you know, that's one thing that we hear a lot. People will call up here and be like, hey, I'm getting these for my friend for their birthday or for Christmas. Um, But another thing that is sold and we do buy um, is meet and greets. And I have some people that are for it. You know, it's money well spent, and sometimes the artists will throw in something extra for the money. Like an acoustic So like an acoustic show. performance. Yeah, like a pre-show performance, and it might even be songs that are not on the set list for the night, which is even better. Um, but the value of it uh, versus the demand for it are is an interesting medium that I think about. Um, as somebody who puts those meet and greets on sale for some of the artists that come through here. I always ask, I'm like, well, what else are you giving other than just meeting them? Um, not some of the bigger stars, I guess, are doing that more often. And then some of the, I don't want to say lower uh, quality, because that's not true. but Up and coming. Yeah, some of the upper covers are, are still doing the meet and greets at um, Birch Table, which is what I feel like I grow, grew up on that. I grew up on meeting and greeting at the merch table as I was buying merchandise and oh, getting yeah. it autographed and all that. You got your t-shirt, you got it signed, and you got your picture right, yeah. right there yeah, all exactly. together. Yeah, exactly, exactly. And so, but now I feel like it's more uh, popular to sell your meet and greets again at a higher value with a little bit of something extra and exclusive. Yeah, and a lot of them will do like a VIP package that comes with mm-hmm. like a t-shirt or mm-hmm. a laminate or... You know, something. something, some kind of memento. At least if they have good Momentum? marketing folks. Memento. Mo- um, memento. Yeah. And grammar. I went to school in Oklahoma. I know if that's staying in Oklahoma. But- We're still in school, though. We're still learning. Always learning. Yeah. Uh, but anyways, yeah, so that's something, a topic that's kind of a, a thinker. I think that, you know, depending on who it is. Like, if it was John Mayer, I would spend my whole paycheck. You know, like I'm like one paycheck for you, boo. I'll do it in a harpy. Anything for John Mayer. That's right. <laughs> it's <laughs> yeah, but um, for some of the other artists that you know, I just feel like they charge a hundred dollars and all they're gonna do is take a picture. I'm not gonna pay for that. But somebody might. If that's somebody might a lot if of people they do feel the way you feel about John Mayer about that artist. Yep, one blow their whole paycheck. So Billy Gibbons that just reminded me from earlier, he sold his package and it was really cool because it was like after the show so he had, you know he'd already had this kick ass show and then you go back there and and it gave more time to be able to talk because he wasn't he wasn't on time crunch yeah he wasn't on time crunch granted it was late and and there was only you know and this is another thing too as long as you're only selling a small amount it just makes and it yeah, even more yeah they limited theirs to what 25, yeah, like 25, or, 25 so or 30 maybe I think um, but some people do like 50 and that's cool because it's like a family of four if you're all hardcore you know Casey Donahue fans you can go down there and Buy your package, you go down there, and just have this cool, again, moment experience with your favorite artist. It's money well spent, in my opinion. I mean, again,
1: depends experience, on who it is.
0: Experiences. Experiences are valuable. Casey Musgraves, if you sold a meet and greet, I might buy it. And I'm yeah, a girl. cheap skate. <laughs> like, cheap skate. Like, I. Penny Pincher. I got a $1 Louis Vuitton in this crazy flash sale the other day from this. Um, Did you ever get it? Yeah, I just got in the mail. Um, This lady like revamps and like turns her Louis into like boho bags. I got one for $1. It was probably the happiest I've been. That's a steal. That's not being cheap. That's being smart. Well, they're they're not an opportunity. You know, a Louis Vuitton isn't something that I normally would be like, oh, yeah. Let me spend the money. Yeah, like I have a kid. I have to buy diapers. (laughs) Um, So I was like, $1. Oh my gosh. And I was just, it was like the best moment ever. That's pretty cool. I love a good deal. That's what that is, though. It's not being cheap. It's taking advantage like of a Like Dollar deal. Tree. That's my store. Um, Dollar Tree has basically been the sponsor of all of our Halloween candy <laughs> here and in my life for a long time. So, yeah. Shout out. We love a good deal. Not sponsored. Not an ad. I don't, I don't even know where we're going with this. We just... This is what happens... Well, what we're talking about what we sell. You know, selling main greets and all. This is what happens when we don't have a layout. We just start rambling about Dollar Tree. You're welcome. Yeah, you know. They know what's up. I feel like our listeners are. They're with it. They dig it. They know. What else is up? Oh my gosh, on Twitter, my news that's my newspaper. Yeah. <laughs> I'll sit there and read it in the morning I'm like, okay, what's going on, current events? Um like before I even get out of bed. Yeah, I saw that um what's his name? John Witherspoon passed away. Do you know who that is? Did you ever see those movies Friday, Friday oh. after next? hilarious hilarious comedian he was on a tv show a couple of tv shows um but he was one of those like just bursting with energy and hilarity um but he passed away today 77 years old at home comfortably that sad. that sucks sorry to bring you all down oh there was an on moment but he Aww. was legendary in his own right and that's what we're talking about today legends and he also started in the early 80s with his music career, or I mean, not music career. With Billy Bob Cinematic, Thornton. yeah. He did not play him here. Him and Billy Bob Thornton, they started together <laughs> at the same yeah. time. I don't know. When I hear Billy Bob, I think Thornton automatically, because he was here and I met him and he was nice. Nicest, nicest guy. He was short. So you've met Billy Bob Thornton, Kevin Bacon. Mm-hmm. I met Billy Bob Barnett, too. Have you met any other? The, did you meet Dennis Quaid or no. Kiefer Sutherland? No. Actually, Kiefer Sutherland... Yes, to Kiefer Sutherland, but not officially, with Kie- because it wasn't like a meet and greet. He came in the front door, and Gosh. we were talking with him, and he was so nice. He talked, real soft-spoken, though. You know, you kind of have to yell out those ticket windows, so. Hey, You're what'd like, you say? I'm not going to say, huh, to keep huh? Sutherland. Sutherland, um, Sutherland. I was just, like, nodding and smiling in, in awe. I like to meet the actor guys that come through here with their bands. Also, um, follow us on Twitter. I'm going to be more active on there. Yeah, have now a lot that, of thoughts <laughs> now that our uh, midterms are over with. Yeah, I'm pretty observant person, and so I notice weird things or obscure things a lot of times, and I have to put them somewhere. It's almost like dear diary, dear Twitter. Twitter is my diary. Yeah, I have so much stuff on there. Like, I want to scroll all the way back to my first tweet, but it'll be I'll be scrolling for days. I have like so many tweets, like almost forty thousand tweets. Yeah, I got Twitter my senior year of high school, so I don't want to know what I was saying. Oh, my um, God. It's like, oh, my God. I mean, that was, was like 10 years my ago. My history teacher is so rude. Probably. <laughs> Something like that. So, yeah. Yeah. Excited. Oh, also, in the future, we're going to have shows at our uh, private event club. Yeah. The 81 Club. is what it's called now. So, we'll start booking. Working title. Um, like, some intimate shows, like an intimate night with, I Josh think we have, others. like, Dr. Wu. Dr. Wu's Wu, coming up. yep, he's coming. And Dr. Wu, interesting about him, is uh, one the blue for the blues community, he and uh, all of his musician pals, they theme their shows. So, like, their shows have a special theme. Yeah, they just did Woodstock. Stock, all the music from Woodstock, tribute to the Woodstock artists. The first show was more of just, like, a, a breakout thing, you know, first show here. Yeah. But they theme their shows, like, What's their next? set list and stuff. So next, I think they're going to do a British Invasion. Ooh, like Beatles? Like the Beatles and Jagger. I mean, obviously the Stones are so, ugh, iconic. They have this long list. I already saw it. (laughs) They have this long list of songs and they're having to, they're going to pick like mini sets worth of songs and just have a little break and then another set and it'll, yeah. So cool. So 81 Club, going to start having shows there. We just want to bring all kinds of stuff. Music. Music. Yeah, music. This is the go-to. I mean, there's a lot of other venues here. There are venues around us, bars that have acoustic shows or whatever. But Billy Bob's and its new little private event club, Re redone. it's being redone. That'll be fun. Yeah, it'll be a fun place to come and experience different stuff. I feel like I say that every episode about something. It'll be fun. It'll be fun. It always is fun. It has yet to not be fun. Goodness. <laughs> We're having lots of fun. But yeah. What else? That's all I got today. That's all I got, too. We're going to have to get back to the books. Hit the books. Oh, actually, I have one one last question for you, Taryn. Okay. I didn't tell you what this was, so you have no idea. Oh, man. If you had to listen to one song forever, like, every playlist you have going forward has this song on it, what song would that be? And it can be of any genre, or it could be something right now that you're just obsessed with. Britney Spears. With. I I swear to God, Hit I was me, thinking. maybe one more time. I, I swear to God, I was thinking Britney Spears in my head when you were... You, you know asking. I love Britney. I do yeah. I do Britney Spears impersonations, for those of you don't that don't know. I only do them when I drink, so <laughs> yes, well, I don't expect <laughs> to hear them, except one night I might do... So we have a recording studio in my house, so one night I might just start recording Britney Spears covers for you You should guys. record, like, phrases and stuff she says and insert them where they belong in our oh, podcast, too. Right. Yeah. Um, so I thought about that song because I feel like um, we all have that what one your song. Speak? Mine, I think, would probably be, um, hmm, la, 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 la. well, there's a lot of old song music that I like, but the one song for sure on every playlist that I'd be like, ah, oh, yes, would be My Hero by the Foo Fighters. That's a good choice. That's a good one. I, every time I hear it, I, like, belt it up, top of my lungs, um, and I just think that that's just, says a lot about a person, with the kind of music they listen to. Oh, like, that's one of the first- So what does Britney Spears say about me? You're fun. You like to be have a bright energy. Or I'm crazy. I'm gonna shave my head. Depends if your head's bald or not. We'll see. But Brittany, she—that girl's been through some crap, you know. Like she came I out. I can't imagine having that much pressure on me. Like I would, I would snap probably a lot sooner than she did. You know how people say it? How how uh, how stressed out are you? Zero to Brittany, or how you know? Crazy are you? Zero to Brittany. How fun are you? Zero to Brittany. You're a Brittany. You're a fun pal. I'm like. 2000. When did she wear the denim tuxedo? Or the denim well, I don't know, 2002? I'm that, Britney. <laughs> Love it. That was in her prime. Prime time. Yeah. She was dating Justin Timberlake then. We could talk about a lot of stuff going on that. Yeah. Anyway. But one song that I could listen to forever. My hero, Foo Fighters. And then we can wrap this up now. Okay. I know that. Bye, guys. <laughs> we'll see y'all soon. Next week we will for sure have a guest. We're going to have a guest. Yeah. Hey, this week... Got away from us. Yeah. Do you know time flies when you're having fun? And that's and all we stuff. do. Have fun. It's going to be fun. <laughs> okay. All right. Talk Bye. to y'all later, guys. Bye.